0: Hi, I'm Jeremy Wagner, General Manager of the new Lloydminster Nissan.
1: You're probably wondering, and some have asked, why is it still the new Lloydminster Nissan? Quite simply, we're excited to bring things forward that we consider new to a car dealership. We're proud to support the community through a -a one-of-a-kind live broadcast with Kirk Price that focuses on events, people, and issues that concern our community. We're proud to work with other businesses to promote local agriculture, our heavy oil industry, and entrepreneurs. We give back to the community through sponsorships, and our employees are encouraged to and excited to volunteer and help in the community. We're the proud new sponsors of the CPCA's TruckWagon Finals and the CPCA Pro Tour. And of course we're always excited for our lineup of new Nissan vehicles with great new features and our new to you lineup is just as impressive. We're proud to be the new Lloydminster Nissan. We'll keep looking for new ways to help our customers in our community and very soon announce plans for our new location. At the new Lloydminster Nissan, we won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. Hi, Dale here from Superior Water. Do you know what's coming out of your water taps? That's Superior Water. We know what's coming out of ours. The cleanest, best tasting water at $3 a jug. Treat your body right, Superior Water. The new Nissan Lloydminster CPCA Finals are coming to the Lloyd X, August the 17th to 21st. The best of the CPCA will compete for the Canadian Championship. It will be five days of edge of your seat excitement. Admissions $20 or 12 and under for free. And get ready to dance and party the night away at the Saturday Night Cabaret, featuring Billy Dean with special guests, the Rivertown Saints. The Early Bird Cabaret prices $45 or $55 at the door. It's wagon week and it's coming. Let's roll.
0: Hello, Russ Copeland, Copeland Auctions, letting you know about our online sales that are happening right now. You want to get in on those sales, you go to
1: copelandauctions.com. That's copelandauctions.com. It is easy to register. It's easy to bid. A lot of good articles on that sale. Horse trailers, welding equipment, garden equipment, a lot of tools, etc. So if you want to get in on those sales, go to CopelandAuction.com or call Russ at 780-870-1181. See you online. This is Lloyd Minster show. This is Local That Matters To You, Local People, Local Events, Local News and Sports. For Lloydminster and Area, this is Live With Kurt Price from the new Lloydminster Nissan. Welcome inside the new Lloyd Minster Nissan on this uh, Friday morning. Gorgeous Friday morning of Wagon Week here in Lloyd Minster with the new Lloyd Minster Nissan CBCA Wagon Finals taking place right now out at the Halstead Downs at the Lloyd Minster Exhibition Grounds. Uh, some fun stuff here coming up. We have Billy Dean on the show today. Uh, he's going to chat to us about the competitiveness of the 90s music industry. The country music industry in the 90s was crazy. We'll also talk to him about its resurgence it's popular again listening to country music from the 1990s plus we're going to talk to him about his performance here and his new music that he has and is going to be performing here on saturday night at the border tribal council chuck wagon cabaret now wagon week includes of course wagon racing uh, the CPCA Finals, uh, they start at 6.30 tonight. Be in your seat a little bit early to see the Trick Riders, but the races are and the chuck wagons are on the track around 6.27 uh, tonight. And uh, be in your seat early tomorrow. The Trick Riders are back again. That goes at 6.30. And Championship Sunday, uh, the races go at 2 p.m. New Lloyd, Mr. Nissan invites you to a pancake breakfast here at the dealership tomorrow morning. That starts at 7 a.m. and runs through 10. Donations are are being accepted for Big Brothers and Big Sisters. There's another pancake breakfast on Sunday morning, this time out at the Lloyd Minster Exhibition, and uh, that one for Big Brothers and Big Sisters as well by donations. Let the drivers of the CPCA uh, treat you to a fantastic pancake breakfast. They'll be uh, flipping them. Uh, once again, Border Travel Council, Chuck Wagon Cabaret tomorrow night with our guest today, Billy Dean. Uh, tickets, $45 if you get them today, $55 if you wait and get them tomorrow chase the ace this week was very impressive it came within nine thousand dollars of hitting a million dollars so you have to think it's easily going to reach a million dollars this week they're estimating it could reach 1.2 million dollars so get your tickets they're just ten dollars you know the prize even without the ace being drawn could well be over a hundred thousand dollars this week ten dollars each 3 for 25, 8 for 50 or 20 for 100. You can e-transfer to chase the ace at lloydexh.com. You can buy them at www.lloydex or you can stop down and buy them in person at the Lloyd Mister Exhibition. Once again this year, Home Hardware Lloyd Minster encouraging you to donate a row from your garden to the Olive Tree as part of their Grow a Row campaign. Uh, you do that and when you drop off your donations at the Olive Tree, uh, you can enter into a draw to win a $100 Home Hardware gift card. Share the joy on social media as well by using the hashtag #GrowARowYLL. Y-L-L. Legacy DIY hosting a downtown a summer nights night market this Sunday night from 4 to 9 p.m. local entertainment Entertainment, kids games, the local vendors, and a charity barbecue as well. And they have a fun event lineup planned for you on Sunday night. I almost said Saturday night. Now, there is another fun event happening as well at the same time the uh, chuck wagons are going on. This one at Spiro's. Last night, they had their night market. And tonight, Eleni tells us, is all about date night. And then at around 8:30 you'll notice some people are going to come in and start to put up some TVs in the patio and erect a massive screen in the Wait, parking lot. Wait, we've out. got TVs on the patio. And
0: that's when you Lee. Come on, it's
1: Maria's days.
0: I, do you don't even know what's but, going on, your old days. I do know, but I'm just showing up because I shouldn't have to work sure, on the Maria Days. Know. She had no idea what's happening. I'm planning this.
1: <laughs> so then talk about a diva. They're gonna yeah. Yeah, they're gonna put these screens up, everything's gonna get set up for a movie, and then you can start ordering some concession items from the Lloyd Mr. Lakeland College Wrestlers this female is cool. hockey team. They are going to be doing our concession that night. Um, we have a popcorn machine, like a theater popcorn machine. We've got snacks, we're gonna have some pizza by the slice. It's the whole thing. So once you have sort of let your food digest at that point, you're ready for some concession mm-hmm. snacks and some treats. And at about 9, 9.15, Mamma Mia will start playing on your TVs or on your uh, screen out in the parking lot. And uh, yeah, the night just goes on and it's amazing. And tomorrow, Maria's Days at Spiros features a car show with Just Cruise and Car Club that runs from 11 to 3. Now, speaking of a car show, Sunday, September 18th, the Lloydminster Motor Club is holding a summer send-off charity car show at the north end of the Lloydminster Exhibition Grounds. Registration will begin uh, that day at 11 with the show starting at noon. The City of Lloydminster hosting the grand opening of the newly constructed fire station uh, number one on August 23rd. Uh, There will be a social at 2.15, the official ribbon cutting at 2.30. And then if you'd like to take a tour and see some demonstrations, that will happen shortly after 3 o'clock. Johnny Reed coming to Paradise Hill on the September long weekend. An intimate evening with Johnny Reed takes place Monday, September 5th at the Paradise Hill Community Centre. Tickets are about halfway sold out. Go to ventbrite.ca to get your tickets Asap, B Fisher Foundation bringing back their fun kickoff to fall. The Color Run will take place here in Lloydminster on Friday, September the 9th at Bud Miller Park. The cost is $50 for adults, $30 for students, $20 for children. Get registered today at uh, the B Fisher at bfisher.com. Uh Bortown Hog Group, that's the Harley Owners Group here in Lloydminster has their 11th annual toy run on Saturday, September 10th. Last year's toy run raised nearly 65,000 in cash and toys for Big Brothers and Big Sisters, the Lloydminster Community Youth Centre and Kids Sport. Uh, toys were delivered to Ronald McDonald House in Edmonton and Saskatoon. Uh, your donation is greatly appreciated. All right, uh, Country music, Grammy winner, uh, superstar Billy Dean. When we return uh, to talk about his performance at the Lloydminster Exhibition in the Border Tri- Council uh, Chuck Wagon Cabaret, Saturday night here in Lloydminster. They say everything is up, and while the tent is up at the new Lloyd-Mr. Nissan, the prices are down. The tent sale returns at the new Lloyd-Mr. Nissan this August with a great selection. And if it's under the tent, it's priced at cost. Trucks, gas-saving cars, great family SUVs, and headed off to the university this fall? Head in and see us first. Plus, spin the big wheel with your purchase to win big prizes like TVs, trips, gas cards, and more. The tent sale is back at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. Hi, it's Colina from Sheepskin Loft. Visit the Feel Good store, where wellness, comfort, and style align. If you have foot, leg, or back pain, Vionic Footwear can help you with OrthoHeel technology. The built-in arch support can be found in every pair of sandals, slippers, sneakers, runners, heels, flats and more. We carry unique gifts and natural footwear for everyone from babies to adults. We also have a nice selection of cotton pajamas and robes. Visit our store in Lloydminster just east of the Esso truck stop or shop online and we'll ship to you. Sheepskinloft.com
0: because we care.
1: We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. In-Touch Massage in downtown Lloydminster can help with stress and overall health. For those daily aches and pains, muscle disorders, mental wellness, and relaxation, try InTouch Massage. Working with other health providers, artists and her team will work to enhance your overall well-being and get you mobile again. From anxiety to whiplash and more, trust In Touch Massage in Lloydminster, and direct billing is available. For local massage therapy that offers more than 60 years combined experience and gives back to their community, call in Touch Massage, 780-871. How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years. Holy blaze, it's hot out here. J-Mama, my boy, fetch me a drink of water. Does your water taste like it's from the 1800s? Thinking water treatment? Think Superior Water. We carry a wide range of equipment, and our bottled water is $3 a jug. Superior Water Lloyd Minster, where customers are always satisfied. They love a Superior Water boy? Well, our guest is the legendary singer and songwriter, American Troubadour, Grammy Award-winning country music icon, billy dean and he is performing uh, for you on saturday night at the border tribal council Chuckwagon uh, chuck wagon cabaret he is your headliner and what a pleasure it is uh, to speak to you mr dean thank you for your time
0: man thank you for having me it's going to be great to uh, be coming up to our neighbors up north I haven't been to canada in some time and uh, and i'm really looking forward to it
1: you always come up in summer you always try to make it in summer
0: well, um, you know what? The last time I think I went through the border was on a bus with Tracy Lawrence. I think it's when the Toronto Blue Jays were in the World Series. All I remember is Tracy waking up, not sure if we were coming or going, but he, he, he said the wrong team as we were going into Canada and then when we were coming out of Canada, going back to the States, he said the wrong team trying to correct himself. <laughs> it was wrong on both sides. It cost us an extra 10 minutes, I think. <laughs> well, well,
1: they haven't been in, in the World Series since 1993. So, oh my it, God. There it, you go. It has been some time, but it is really hot here. We're having a heat wave here, and uh, I understand that you've moved back to the heat. You're back in the sunshine in Florida.
0: I am. Uh, I'm a native Floridian, and uh, a few years ago, the uh, Florida Artist Hall of Fame inducted me into their you know, prestigious Hall of Fame down at the Capitol. It meant so much to me that... Uh, I wanted to come back home, and and my mom is is ninety three years old, and uh, it was time to come back home, you know. And so I moved to a little island called Saint George Island up in the Panhandle of Florida, and that's where we were ended up being quarantined in twenty twenty, which not a bad place to be quarantined. I highly recommend that island, that's for sure, <laughs> if you can. But. Uh, that's, well, we had a lot of, uh, you, know, it was, it, you know, I've always fell in love with this uh, this island. It's always kind of the in the back of my mind, the place I thought I would end up retiring at. And so uh, I was came here to do that until the 90s country music started having a resurgence. And we're back on tour again.
1: Well, it's interesting you mentioned the, uh, you know, the, the beautiful weather and being on an island. Because a guy that uh, helped write your latest hit, the rest is mine, is Paul Overstreet. And during, you know, the pandemic, Paul had these these nights where he would just strum uh, his guitar, sing a few songs and watch the sun go down. So yep. it, was that what kind of drew you guys? You guys have that in common? Is that what drew you together for uh, the, the the song The Rest is Mine?
0: Well, I tell you, it was uh, I've known Paul for like 30 years, you know, and but we had never written together and we would never sung together and, and we played a couple of shows, but I've always been a big fan and he always has this really unique sense of humor that he brings to songwriting. And I wanted to have a lot of fun on this album being my first in a long time. And so, uh, w- when I moved down to Florida, I realized Florida is working on its own musical identity and they have a, a they have a genre called trot rock is what they call it. Like trop rock, like yacht rock really. And, um, it a well-organized genre in the state of Florida, a lot of local Florida musicians, and Paul did an album for the trop rock genre uh, called Somewhere in the Caribbean, and I had been writing songs, you know, uh, about my roots here and, and just Florida fun songs during, during the COVID-2020, uh, and so... Uh, the trop rock folks said you should listen to Paul Overstreet's album. That's kind of what our format sounds like and sings about, and and it was a perfect fit. And so I called up Paul, and I said, uh, "Man, I want to write a, I want to write a song for all the folks that's coming to Florida, like all the empty nesters, you know, that are ready to kayak and take control of their life back, you know, their kids." College is paid off. They're empty nesters and no kids are boomeranging back, you know, back around. And, and I wanted to do it with a sense of humor. And so Paul was the perfect fit.
1: Uh, well, tell us about that song. I mean, you you kind of put it in perspective right there, but the video yeah. and, and everything you've done for saltwater cowboy too. It just, it's fun. Like you mentioned,
0: you wanted to well, have you know, fun. My, my favorite verse to, to quote is the second verse, <laughs> which basically sums it up all up. It goes up. Our kids are all grown. My turn to play in the sand. Got a, a flat top guitar and umbrella drink in my hand, and I made us some friends down at the RV park. Man, that place comes alive a little after dark. I know that it could all be over in a blink of an eye. So, say la vie, the rest of it's mine. <laughs> what, a,
1: what a great idea. I, I, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And that's, that's-
0: I think so. I've had a lot of. You know, as we were driving down this Key West, I, I, I saw a lot of RV parks and people had kayaks or electric bikes of, like, active and, and and living life. You know, they didn't wait too long to retire and to do this. You know, more and more people are doing it in their, in their 50s, you know. And so um, it just seemed like a good audience to target that could really hopefully uh, identify with that message.
1: Uh, you mentioned 90s uh, country music is back in again. Does it ever really go out of style, though, Billy? I mean, 90s. <laughs> 90s country is, uh, you know, Kenny Rogers said that country music comes back around all the time because it's so relatable, but there's just something special about 90s country music. And you mentioned it's come back around. It's, It's just so popular.
0: You know, I think one of the smartest things that the country music radio stations and organizations did in the 90s. Is they didn't try to splinter off, kind of like to me, it was kind of what killed the brand of rock and roll. You know, it was like, uh, you know, you started having, the, you know, you know, grunge rock or this metal rock or this, and then it kind of diluted the pie, right? Well, country music in the '90s, the radio stations said, look these are country guys and girls, but they had other influences, you know, why if their music sounds a little bit like, you know, Billy Joel taking Garth Brooks, you know, doing, uh, you know, Billy Joel cover or, or me, you know, doing kind of James Taylor style, you know, finger style kind of music or the Eagles, you know, uh, that's kind of what we all grew up uh, listening to. And I got a chance to work on that common thread project about the Eagles. Anyway, uh, instead of splintering off, country in the nineties just said, you know what, we're going to just kind of embrace, you know, all of these, all of this kind of style of music as long as, it, you know, kind of pays tribute to the past, but kind of promotes the future too. You know,
1: uh, you mentioned the common threads album and you did Saturday night on that album. I did. What, why, why'd you do Saturday night? Was there any particular reason? Did they pick the music? Why did you get to do that song?
0: Well, I always say it because I wasn't a big enough star to get, like, desperate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know, Clint Black and Don Henley were good friends, and I did a couple of shows with with Clint, and I was a big Don Henley fan, you know. And uh, so I met him through, through Clint Black. And, uh, of course, Clint, I think, Travis Trent, these guys are really – kind of instrumental in helping the Eagles get back together. You know, Travis Tripp, they'll even talk about that in the documentary. And I just happened to be in that circle. So I got invited just to be, I was just happy to sing. I would have been happy to sing anything on that album. And Whatever Happened to Saturday Night is kind of a really cool little waltz. And I've always liked the song. It always felt like a hit to me. So, all the big ones were taken though already. They, they already took the big songs, you know.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. That song is so relatable. I don't know. There's just something about that song I find really, really relatable. And you mentioned the big stars in the '90s. Was it competitive in the '90s, Billy? Like, did you guys? It did it push you to get better because there was just so much great music and so many fantastic singers.
0: Man, there, there really was. I tell you, the numbers, the, the numbers, like Garth Brooks. And uh, you know, I'm saying this about Clint too, but but Garth set uh about he set the bar so high in sales. <clears throat> so I was on Capitol Records with Garth. I was signed to Capitol and I was there for that whole, I had a front row seat, you know, watching that whole thing go down. And and uh, you know, there weren't even enough trucks and buses and warehouses and salespeople to handle the demand for his music. They couldn't get him in stores away with Capitol, it was that that powerful so if you weren't selling a million albums each album you know you might lose your record deal I mean can you imagine that not being? because he was selling like multi-platinum well, I was selling a gold which at my I thought gold was good that's half a million to each album you know but I was trying to carve out my own path I wasn't really a you know I wasn't really a you know kind of a cowboy type uh, of a country artist, I was more in that sort of a, you know, uh, soft rock uh, coming from that Eagles, James Taylor kind of uh, yep. part. And uh, but that was really that was really what was that was competitive to get the sales up there. And if you can imagine, that's back back when they had a thing called sales. That's yeah. when they had a record yeah. store. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. The good old days. But now you know it's it's kind of interesting. You know catalog gets streamed, uh, got a whole slew of new, uh, new 25 year old, 30 year olds that are discovering nineties country music. They're bringing up cassettes for me to sign. I'm like cassettes, you get this out of your grandma's closet or what, you know?
1: (laughs) Well, you, you mentioned you weren't a cowboy. That's probably why you still have your hair. You were a member of the non hat club, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's right. i tell you in during world war II, My dad, uh, who was a veteran, he was in World War II. He was a Native American Indian guy. Got him through that war. And uh, we always celebrated, you know, and kind of been on the side of the Indians more than the cowboys. So (laughs) in my very first uh, video, I kind of wore an Aztec, uh, you know, shirt and my hair long, just, you know, kind of, you know, as as a tribute to the Native Americans out there who helped my dad get through World War II. So I always kind of, I felt like there were the cowboys, but we were... We were the hat axe, and we were the hair axe. but mine came from also out of respect to George Strait because I wasn't a cowboy. We were farmers, but we weren't rancher cowboys. We were farmers. And so I didn't wear a hat out of respect to George Strait as well. So.
1: (laughs) Uh, You mentioned that you were trying to carve your own path. Uh, You had a huge hit uh, 30 years ago and you've redone that song. Uh, Tell us about Somewhere in My Broken Heart.
0: Man, some way my broken heart has been a, a game changer. It was my second single, my first number one song, and it went on to win the Academy of Country Music Song of the Year. And we had a thing in Nashville called the Nashville Songwriters Association, and the Nashville Songwriters voted it their song of the year. So it really validated me, you know, from, uh, it kind of took me away from what, the label was kind of pushing me to be, you know, the, you know, this handsome, tall, eye candy guy who, kind of a male flake, you know, <laughs> like he's just a pretty face. That's why he's on radio. And I was really struggling trying to get respect as a writer and an artist, you know, and player and stuff. So somewhere, in my broken heart did that for me, and um, it won the Song of the Year 30 years ago. And so we, it's such a pretty melody. Uh, David Gates from the group Bread wrote string parts for me. For somewhere in my broken heart, and so we had an orchestra. We had a, you know, you know, a, a, you know, a, a conductor or arranger write parts for the rest of the orchestra, and we recorded it on my brand new album. It's a, it's a bonus track on the uh, Rest of Its Mind album, and you can hear the 30 year anniversary re-recording of it with a nice little orchestra behind it, and uh, and it's that song was just so melodic, and it, it deserved. Uh, a little bit of a, more of a production, you know, than I could afford when I was a brand new artist.
1: (laughs) I wanted to ask you about Billy the Kid too. I mean, is that, is that the song that people want to hear the most when you're live? I mean, that's the song I think of when, when I hear the name Billy Dean, I think of Billy the Kid.
0: There's no doubt about it, man. That one struck a nerve. And not only with guys, it struck a nerve with uh, with girls, with the female audience, too. I've had a lot of girls come up and say, this is exactly how we'd spend our summers, you know, riding our bicycles and playing games outside, spend a lot of time on your bikes. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, I grew up in Florida, and every Saturday was my mom's cleaning day. And uh, the kids, you you had to go outside and you could not come in and out of mom's house on Saturday when she was cleaning. so we were outside in the summer heat all day long and thinking of games and, you know, the neighborhood guys, you know, we'd play some, we'd have a ball and a glove and maybe a stick and a bicycle. And that's what we used to entertain us. And that's uh, where used my imagination. And, but we did pretty much terrorize the neighborhood, you know, on our bikes all the time. We were like a gang. Us too. Us too. we were saying it was the only way you get around.
1: That's exactly exactly yeah. right.
0: And uh, but you had the whole community was was parenting you back then. If yeah. you did something out of line, people would call you parents. They knew who you were, you know. Uh, but I miss those days. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm keeping that childhood innocence. It, you know, growing up and being a big kid, I think it made me a, a, a little bit better of a parent because I am a big kid. I, I like getting in the floor and playing with my kids. And, um, and But I've had a lot of females uh, tell me, you know, we grew up the same way. I, we, I love that song because I can identify with it. So that, that makes me feel really good. I didn't think song would end up doing what it did. I thought it was too inside and too personal that I didn't think it would be a hit.
1: There's a lot of nostalgia in your music. I mean, let them be little is nostalgic. There's there's all kinds of nostalgia in your in your music. Um, you have a lot of what Charlie Pride called heart songs. So oh, that, th- you. that you can th- those can only come from the heart. Would you say you're a bit of a softie?
0: Well, I'm, I am that. You know, uh, there's no doubt about that. I, you know, looking back now, I, I've had time, you know, in my life to look back on on the nineties. And I didn't have time to do that then. I didn't really realize what all was going on, but, you know, I look back now and I think, you know, because my dad was a, a world war two veteran, uh, the world was very dangerous to him and his job was to grow me up quickly. And you didn't have time to be a kid, you know, because it's a dangerous world out there. Vietnam, we were going, that was all going on. So I, uh, so I spent I tried to spend a lot of time away from the old man, you know, where I had to be a grown up over here, and spent a lot of time with my imagination being a kid. And I didn't realize that my first album was called Young Man. And, you know, I miss Billy the Kid and men will be boys. Let them be little. Now uh, This theme has just kind of ran through my music uh, as a way because I kind of rebelled against, you know, growing up too quick, which is not my dad. I mean, it's just kind of the world he, he came from. But I think. Uh, I think I, I wrote a lot about that, and then, I, and since I didn't have to go into the military or anything, my folks never wanted me to do that. It's like your family's paid your price, right? So I've tried to serve through my music. And uh, in the beginning, you do music to try to be have hits and make money and create a business. But then, as time goes on, you take a responsibility and say, "Man, uh, you know, maybe this a song." Like, this might not be the most popular song, but, boy, if it just touches a few people or changes their life or get them to think or be a better parent, you know, that's really meant, you know, maybe the higher calling of why I was able to to play music and be here to begin with, you know.
1: Uh, There's one more song that has a lot of nostalgia in it. I don't know if you play it uh, in your live show a lot, but it strikes a chord as well. And it was a song you did for the eight seconds soundtrack called once in a while. And I remember when the lights came on in the theater w- watching eight seconds and women are crying and Billy Deans once in a while is <laughs> oh, playing.
0: Man. Yeah. And
1: he's down in there. Yeah. Frost. Do you get a lot of requests for that song?
0: I do it. I, I do it every night in my show, and I, I tell uh, a little, you know, a little story leading up, which I'll I'll tell uh, Saturday. But uh, but it's a song about heroes, and I think uh, we have a lot of heroes, uh, you know, in our lives that we we should look at. And uh, Lane Frost, you know, he uh, tried to do a lot of good while he was here, but he I always think he was the greatest bull rider who who, <clears throat> who ever lived, and uh, and so. You know, what I do when I play that song is I usually dedicate it a lot to our first responders, you know, our nurses, our doctors, our firemen, our sheriff, you know, all of that. The people that serve our, our service uh, is what I think about when I when I play that song now. But, yeah, once in a while, I do it every night.
1: I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we've kept you way too long. Really appreciate your time. <laughs> I have one more request for a song. I don't know if you, you do it on all your shows still or not, but it still makes me a little angry that it didn't go to number one is we just disagree because that that song is on every country music playlist that I have. I love that song,
0: man. You know what? Of all the songs I've had out, what streams the most, that's one of the most streamed songs. It's still played on XM satellite on prime country. Uh, if you have that's probably the most popular streaming song that I really? have out there and it was an old uh, Dave Mason song from yeah. the 70s and I had always played it in my show uh, it, it was kind of my song my junior and senior year in high school so it has that kind of nostalgia effect on me and uh, a guy from Wisconsin uh, Jim Kruger was actually the songwriter so really close up to the to the you know to the Canadian border there uh, where this song kind of came from so uh, I'll be doing that one for sure.
1: Well, that's Saturday night. You don't want to miss Billy Dean in concert at the Lloydminster exhibition at the Border Travel Council Chuck Wagon Cabaret. Um, you are you you, you are kind of a farm, you're a farm kid or a farm guy. You yeah. had a farm in Tennessee. So, are you gonna get a chance to get in early enough to see some of the Chuck Wagon races here?
0: Oh, I hope so. Um, we're coming in tomorrow. Well, oh, I would say I don't know if that's a, the uh well, I may have my day. We're coming in the day before. I don't Okay, think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're coming in the day before, and so I should have all day Saturday to, uh, you know, to check it out. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. We got my whole band from Nashville, my original drummer. We're going to take you right back to the 90s uh, Saturday night.
1: Billy Dean, what a pleasure this is. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday night and cannot wait to have Billy Dean here in Lloydminster. Thank
0: you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it.